Real Golf Radio. It's a reround now on the tee. Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Protecting the rights of you and your loved ones. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio. Hey, welcome in. It's the Mountainland Supply Hour of Real Golf Radio. Mountainland Supply is your turf specialist with rainbird sprinklers, controllers, drip irrigation, and everything you need to irrigate your lawn like the pros. Go to mountainlandsupply.com. Also, a reminder that you can get all of your holiday lighting at Mountainland Supply. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. And I, I will tell you, Bob, there are some great things going on at Mountainland. Uh, they are festive holiday lighting, a special. Mm-hmm. Uh, call 801-331-3931, and uh, again, that's uh, 801-331-3931, and get the specials before they're gone. They end December 24th, of course, and you got special Christmas lighting, home improvement, all available, 25% off if you go to Mountainland Supply, and I just wanted to throw this out there. How about if you buy, they got a bunch of December specials going on right now. But mm-hmm. for a free Kings camo sweatshirt with a qualifying Milwaukee purchase. So you're looking you for, you know, some new power tools. Mm-hmm. Why not get into Mountainland Supply, get a little Milwaukee uh, uh, cordless drill, you know, those 20-volt uh, driver set, and get a Kings camo sweatshirt. Those things are sick, by the way. They've got it all there yeah. at uh, Mountainland Supply and mountainlandsupply.com. So check it out. We appreciate their sponsorship here of hour number three of Real Golf Radio. Thanks for tuning in every Saturday morning, 6 to 9. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you, Dave Glauser producing, and love talking some golf. Uh, love to hear from a lot of the guys during the jazz game. We were you know, chatting about some of the things, especially the Le- LeBron travel, and had a couple of the guys that they hit me up when I posted that video, and it was good to visit with them. Uh, a lot of them saying that uh, Saturday morning on Real Golf Radio, it's uh, Real Golf Radio is their favorite part of their Saturday morning. I awesome. appreciate it. I'm not sure that that is entirely true, but they did mention that, and I, I thank you for it. You know who you are, and thanks for tuning in. Saturday morning, 6 to 9, right here on 1280 The Zone. Um, yes. Tony Finau and company headed down under to take on the international team in the President's Cup. That's the big story leading into next week. What are the things you're looking for, Bob? And and what is your what are your thoughts going into next week's President's Cup? So Tony's leaving uh, today to head down there, but Preston Summerhays is already down there. He's playing the the Junior President's Cup, so that's a, that's another cool thing for the state of Utah. Uh, exciting, but um, yeah, I'm excited for Tony to be on a on a team again. Um, he lives for playing on these teams. He's played the Ryder cup, of course, and, and had a great Ryder cup. And now he has a chance to, to play on this team in the president's cup. Uh, I'm looking for the U S team to, um, to play extremely well. Last time we played at Royal Melbourne, we got whitewashed Jack Nicholas was the captain. Um, and wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Jack Nicholas, as in the all time greatest golfer because of his 18 majors, was right. the captain and got smoked, and now Tiger yeah. Woods, yeah, arguably the all-time greatest golfer because he's tied Sam Snead with 82 and he's got 15 majors approaching Jack's 18, is the yeah. captain, and they're headed back to the same venue. Are you and telling me this playing. is all lining up? And he's playing. Do you, do you see that as a detriment, by the way, that he's playing? No, I don't see it as a detriment, especially with the way he's playing right yeah. now. I agree. Um, he's playing some beautiful golf. Uh, really is. And he looks like he's totally comfortable with his game. Not, he's not struggling with it in any way that he's very confident. Um, 
So I, I, I like the way he's playing. Now, Sounds to me like as, you're calling an upset. What? Sounds to me like you're calling for an upset. Upset of the international squad beating the U.S. squad? Yeah, that's what it sounds no, like. No, 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 no. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, my concern is that we're traveling and we're going to a course where we got killed before. Right. But I'm not calling an upset. I'm saying the U.S. team is going to win, but it's going to be closer than we think it's going to be. Okay. I actually hope for that, by the way. I don't, I mean, as Jeff Babineau pointed out, and you'll hear our conversation with Babs coming up, but, you know, the last time it was played in New York, that thing was over before the final round even began. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's pretty deflating. These guys are all PGA Tour players. Yeah. And, and that's the, one of the things that, that this kind of brings to light is the, the gap in talent amongst the top-notch players you basically have super all-stars against the best of the rest, if you will. Is, is that fair? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah. it, you know, so you get your super all-stars against your top professionals. Correct. But it's, there's, there's a gap. There at least there has gap. been. There is a big gap, especially when you look at the U.S. team and the highest or the, the lowest-ranked player is number 22, 21, and that's Ricky Fowler on the U.S. squad. And what's you know, the, the highest-ranked other... international player? Um, I, don't, I don't have that right in front of me, but I think the average, as far as the team is concerned, is around four. Their, number, their average rank is around 40. Mm. So, but that's, you know, that's, that's good as far as, an underdog coming to beat, um, you know, the, 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 the power of the U S team. I loved what the caddy said, Bob, when Bernhard Langer told his team, we have no chance of beating this U S squad on paper. Yeah. Good thing. We're playing them on grass. (laughs) I love that. That's classic. That was a great, that was a great story. Um, my whole thing is I hope when they get there, they're ready. And they get ready quickly. You know, they're going to have a short turnaround. They're going to have two days um, to get ready where, you know, half of the half of the European or the international team is they're playing in the Australian Australian PGA Championship. The other half is going to get there before the U.S. squad gets there. Um, I think um, that helps them out a little bit, kind of home court advantage. Uh, but I hope the U.S. team doesn't get there and just kind of rest on their laurels. I hope they are fired up when they get there and they take these guys by the throat and just let it go, man. So you're just, you hope they just trounce them. I hope they do. I'm not a guy that likes to see a, a close game, although close games are fun to watch sometimes when, when you don't have any skin in the game as far as, you know, like, like we watched Alabama and Auburn, uh, you know, a week ago. That was that was an awesome game because it was back and forth and and that kind of thing. But when you when you've got a team that is part of your country playing a team against the international, I hope they just go out and just trounce them. I'm I don't want to see anything close. I want I want to see I want to see them roll. Well, my prediction, Bob, is that the internationals will be leading after the first session. Really? Yeah. But much like the Ryder Cup last year, 
the U.S. was leading after the first session. Yes, they were. And it didn't end well for them. No, it did not end well for them. So we got whitewashed. That is my prediction is the internationals. This is what you see normally with a team that is outmanned. They come out and they punch you in the nose early. Yeah. Saw this at the Colorado game. Colorado comes out, gives Utah a tough fight, takes a seven nothing lead, and then it was yeah. pretty much over after that. It's kind of you wake the sleeping giant. And I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. These guys are gonna rally. I just don't see any way these guys lose for Tiger. I mean, these guys they love Tiger. They love being on this team with Tiger. I, I yeah. think I just don't think there's any way that they don't rise up and play some inspired golf. Yeah, you got you know you got those young guys you know the Justin Thomas that helped him you know forge back Tiger get back into playing and competing and pushing him along. You got Ricky Fowler, you know um, he's developed a great relationship with Patrick Reed. Um, you you see a lot of these guys that are playing, and and I agree with you. There's there's something about Tiger being the captain, and being a playing captain that these guys aren't going to let him lose. Completely agree with you. By the way, the highest-ranked international team member is Adam Scott at 18 in the official world golf ranking. Oh, you mean, yeah, okay, okay. Hideki Matsuyama is at 20. Okay. And what's the lowest-ranked? Leishman is at 27. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm just. You're not looking all the way down, yeah. I, I'm not, not. Isn't Sanjay Im, isn't he on the team? He's at 33. He is. And yep. Abraham Answer is at 38. Adam Hadwin. Uh, He's got to be down their ways. Ben Ons at 43. There you go. Um, he just uh, took Jason Day's spot. That's correct. Adam Hadwin's at 49. Mm-hmm. Joaquin Neiman's at 57. Okay. C.T. Pan. C.T. Pan, 62. Okay. Atong Lee. Atong Lee, 63. There you go. So. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I, I mean, decided advantage on paper, but I go back to that Bernhard Longer quote. Got to play it on grass. Got to play it on grass. And I, and I, you know what, I'm, I'm excited for Tony to play at this golf course. You know, he's. He's played well in the in the Open Championship the last few years. He likes playing link style golf course, and this is kind of a link style setup um, with with Masters Green, and we've seen him play well at the Masters the last couple of years. So uh, I think this will be a good week for him. Tony got off to a rough start at the Hero, and I think he finished. Didn't Tony finish second last year at this Hero event? I believe he did I think to he John Rom. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I'm going to go with the same logic from a year ago, finishing runner up or winning this event. Doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, winning is winning, right? I would give you that. Yeah. But finishing runner-up or finishing last at the hero, doesn't matter. It's, 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 this is not a statement as to how Tony's playing or going to play going into 2020 season. I expect Tony to play well. I know he has high expectations. He, he needs to get into the winner's circle, though. This is I something he needs, to, he needs to taste that W again and reel off a few of them, and he's very capable of doing that. I agree, 100%. Uh, I think... You know, this is this event at, at the Hero World Challenge. It's it's a fun event. It's what eighteen of the eighteen players. Uh, you get world ranking points. Um, Tigers hosting the event. Um, it's it's a fun tournament with a limited field, but uh, you know, it's basically some good Christmas spending money. <laughs> <laughs> and you're hanging out in the in the Bahamas. What's wrong with yes, that? Yes, 
and you get to be in the Bahamas. Yeah, what's wrong with that? So anyway, that, that that's some of the stories uh, certainly that we're looking forward to. President's Cup coming up next week and a little bit tricky with I'm sure you'll be able to watch a lot of it in prime time on Golf Channel and what have you, but it's it's hard to watch it when you already know the outcome, huh? I mean, yeah. what, you want to watch it live, and, and watching it live is going to be a little tougher. Okay, so, so you know, we talk about the Hero World Challenge this week. So their plan is to have this event end today at 3 p.m. in the afternoon, east, uh, Eastern time, which means that it's 7 a.m. in Melbourne, Australia on Sunday morning, okay? By the time they end this tournament, they have 98 hours to get ready for the first tee shot of the president's cup 98 hours okay so the u.s plan is that they will leave the bahamas at 8 p.m they'll fly to acapulco mexico which is about a four-hour flight they'll land the planes will refuel which will take about an hour and a half Mm. for that to happen and then they will leave what's that an hour and a half to refuel hour and a half to refuel so they're going to get off that plane um yeah Probably. I don't know. Um, then they will they will leave um, and they will fly over the South Pacific all the way to Melbourne, Australia, which is 17 hours, 17 and a half hours. They will arrive on Monday morning at 1030 because you lose a day going that way across the international date line. And uh, they'll arrive after 22 and a half hours of, of a trip. Can't think of a better way to get ready for a golf tournament. Well, luckily, they'll probably have really nice seats in first class where they'll be sitting and be able to lay out flat and sleep, which they're going to need. They're, they're going to need that. Yeah, I'm yes. bad about it. But still, that, that, that does take a toll. It does. Absolutely. Tiger said the key for that first day is that you're going to have to stay up. You have to stay up so that you go to sleep at a normal time that first night. That's hard to and do. And then... And then Tuesday, they're going to have 18 holes. It's going to be a, a long day for them. It's going to be 18 holes, and six guys are going to have to go in front of the media that day. There'll be six guys the next day and and uh, and another um, set of golf, another round of golf, and uh, and then the opening ceremonies on Wednesday afternoon. Did you so, say set of golf? I don't know. <laughs> I might have. Just had to call you out on that. That's yeah. pretty good. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I did notice that in the pairings uh, for this week that Tiger, or excuse me, Tony played mm-hmm. alongside Ricky Fowler. And, there you go. T- you know, someone asked Tiger the question that, you know, hey, does this give you an advantage or an opportunity to pair some of these guys in preparation for next week? And you could see that he was almost took the bait, but didn't <laughs> want to tip his hand. And so he just like sidestepped the question and said, you know, it's actually just a chance to pair guys that are friends together to play together. And, you know, yeah, he kind of, he kind of went that route, right? Ah, it's yeah. just a, this is just for fun. Guys want to play with their friends. So I pair them up with their friends and I'm like, Oh yeah, I can buy into that. Except why is Jordan Spieth playing with Henrik Stenson? Yeah. And not Ricky Fowler or Justin Thomas, who That's are his right. buddies. Cause he's not playing on the team. And neither is Henrik Stenson. Nope. And I don't remember Tony and Ricky palling around not that they're not friends but i don't i don't remember them being you know close and buddies and you got jt playing alongside tiger woods i would i would guess that jt would have played with with jordan yeah especially after what we saw at the Ryder cup last year see tiger give uh 
uh, JT the Biz when Tiger out drove him. I love that. That was, that great. was awesome. That's the kind he of stuff Tiger's having. Golf ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he out drove him by 40 yards. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of stuff I think Tiger's doing more of that I think will be healthy for him and allow him to enjoy the game longer than when he was just yeah. hyper-focused, dominating the way he did in the early 2000s. Well, and the good thing about, um, you know, we've been talking about Tony also playing with Ricky, Ricky Fowler. The good thing about Tony and what Tiger said in the press conference when he announced him as a captain's pick is Tony's Tony's a great player. He's a great partner to have um, and he can play with a lot of people. So um, it'll be interesting to see who he puts him with. That's it. Now, I expect Tony to have a great week at the President's Cup. And again, like we said, hopefully much like we, we predicted for Ricky Fowler on the show uh, last hour. This forging, this this getting picked and playing well in a in a cup on a team event can be a real boost for your your upcoming season, taking yep. a lot of confidence off of that performance. So hopefully yep. they play well. Hopefully they take away from that and and it jump starts their twenty twenty. No doubt about it. All right, um, we appreciate you for joining us here on Real Golf Radio, uh, the Hoops Vision Studio. Don't forget coming up on the end of the year. If you haven't booked your LASIK surgery with Hoops, you need to go to hoopsvision.com. Use that flexible spending before it's gone at the end of the year. I know they're really booked, but I'm sure they'll get you in. Go to hoopsvision.com. Schedule your free, no hassle consultation, no obligation consultation, and you will feel really, really good about getting your eyes done at Hoops Vision the way Bob and I did after you do that mm-hmm. consultation. It's very thorough, and they help to alleviate all your fears and anxieties and concerns uh, what that, that you might have. Mention Real Golf Radio when you're in that appointment. You can save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. You can't go wrong. Hoops Vision and HoopsVision.com. We'll take a short break. When we come back, our conversation with Jeff Babineau, we previewed this President's Cup with Babs as well as a look back at this 2019 year on the PGA Tour. Stay tuned. More Real Golf continues next. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. 
Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. The first tee can teach young people how to hit a driver or how to stop a ball out of a bunker. But true success is measured by how well they perform off the golf course, by how well they use values like confidence, perseverance, and integrity in their daily lives. The first tee helps young men and women become better golfers. But even more important, better people. Get involved. Visit thefirstseed.org. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let you into golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf. Featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only $39.99 a dozen. And save $30 on Titleist Bokey SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You into golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee. You into golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since 1971. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the Mountainland Supply Hour of Real Golf Radio, a segment brought to you in part by Zion's Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. As we mentioned, we had an opportunity to catch up with uh, senior golf writer Jeff Babineau. Looking back at the season that was on the PGA Tour in 2019, some highlights and some favorite moments, as well as looking forward to next week's President's Cup. Yeah, I mean, I, it has to be a great year when Tiger wins another major. You know, we all wondered if that number 15 was ever possible. Uh, and now we have a conversation about whether he'll, he'll catch Jack, you know, and it's it's still a long way to go, but at least we have the conversation. So uh, that's great. That set up the season, you know, early in April, winning in the Masters. Tiger was back. We had an exciting major season. Uh, you had new winners out there. You had guys, you know, getting back in a winner's circle that hadn't in a while. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And you have a, a guy that's won a couple of major championships this last year um, or, or the year before and gets another one um, in, uh, in Brooks Kepka. Then, uh, then some new guys coming on the, on the scene. Yeah, I mean, it was good to see Gary Woodland break through at Pebble Beach. I mean, if you're going to win a U.S. Open, what an iconic place to win one, right? It's just beautiful there and so much tradition there. Uh, and, and Brooks Kepko is right there with him. So 
Kepka has shown us to be a major force. You know, he, he may not be able to, to summon whatever it is he summons at the majors week to week in regulatory events, but when he goes to the, the big ones, he's there. And, and uh, that means he's a special player. And uh, He kept showing us that. He showed us that by winning the PGA this year, giving him four majors, and, you know, he's really off and running. That's amazing. Four majors already. I mean, that was, you know, it takes a lot of guys a long time just to get one and he just clipped off four real fast. So there's going to be a lot of discussion on, is that going to continue the knee surgery, all the kind of things that are, that are going on now. I mean, that's going to be a big story coming up in 2020. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a hard era to win that many majors. I mean, Rory was off and running and, and Rory got four quick ones and, and now he hasn't won one in five years. Right. So, you know, here you have Kepka who just shows up and he's there, it seems, every time. And uh, that's amazing. That's Tiger-like, right? Tiger Tiger would go on runs where he won, what, seven majors and 11 major starts or, you know, crazy stuff. And, uh, and Kepka's been like that. He keeps putting himself up near the top. And I think other players look at him as the guy, you know, he's a guy that's going to intimidate you a little bit at the, at the big championships because he keeps putting himself there. Okay, I want to ask both of you a couple of questions here. So one is, you got you got Tiger, Brooks, Woodland, Shane, Lowry. That was your that was your four major championship winners. I want to start with the four majors this year. Which which ones you like the best? And I know Tiger's probably going to steal the show, but let's talk about it. And then group that foursome together as compared to some foursomes of recent years. And I'll run through those for you. And then we're going to take it from there. And I'm going to give you some stats on the. Uh, we're going to run down the winners of each of the majors over the last five years. I want to know which of those majors produces year in year out. So let's start with. The, the, this year, the Masters, Tiger Woods, the PGA Championship, Brooks Kepka, who, who won back to back, and that was, of course, at uh, um, Beth Page Black, and then yep. U.S. Open. You mentioned Gary Woodland at Pebble Beach, Shane Lowry back home in Ireland and Northern Ireland to get the the, the claret jug there, which was quite a story. So uh, I'll start with you, Bob. I mean, if you pick one of those four as the story of the year of the majors, which one are you going? Well, that's not too hard. It's got to be the Masters, of course. You know, with, as Jeff said just a few moments ago, Tiger, Tiger getting his 15th. Um, so, I, yeah, undoubtedly that's the one that um, set the whole golf world on its ear, Tiger getting his 15th major at Augusta National in that final group. Yeah, his fifth green jacket as well, Babs. Yeah, I mean that that's a great one. But I'm really, as you look across the board, I mean I, they all they all have their own – special stories, right? I mean, certainly Tiger is going to be the biggest needle mover, but, you know, Shane Lowry, an Irishman winning as the Open Championship goes back to Northern Ireland for the first time in decades, that was huge. You know, Kepka repeating. We don't we don't see guys, you know, winning back-to-back, and here you have Kepka did it at two different majors. That's a big story. And, and Gary Woodland, you know, he's, he's 35 now, but we've been kind of waiting to see this out of him. He has so much talent. He hits it so long. He kind of tidied up his short game, and and he won at a great venue, holding off another great major champion. So, uh, you know, Tiger moves the needle the most, but I think all of them had little special chapters to them. I agree with you. And and again, the presentation that the Masters puts Mm -hmm. on year after year is so hard to compete with. I mean – Every major has its own uniqueness, if you will, about it and things that are cool. And uh, certainly the history with the Claret Jug and the fact that it's Lynx Golf and, and that sort of thing. But, you know, it it's hard to replicate 
they just everything in the United States. It's it, first of all the, the Masters is Eastern time always, right? So that helps, and it's in the spring when we're just dying to get some golf in and it's just so beautiful and it produces of course it's a limited field so it produces top names year after year and so that 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 one is is so well done it's hard to compete with and then when tiger goes and does what he does picks up 15 that's uh, again that that's that's the that's the headline and that steals the show but i think you can make a great case for shane lowry it was tough to watch the weather was bad it was you know different time zones and you know middle of the night early morning type of stuff but i'm with you that storyline with shane lowry winning is and and i I'm kind of a headliner guy. I like to see the popular guys win, but Shane Lowry, I thought that was a great feel-good story. That was one you could almost write up for Disney. Well, that, that story, the interesting part of that story was um, the Irishman that they wanted to win was probably Roy McIlroy, yeah. um, and Shane Lowry goes on to win it. The other thing I was going to say about Augusta and everything surrounding that and Tiger winning was how all the players and past champions were there waiting for him when he came to sign his scorecard. Um, there at the, at the end, after he walked off the 18th green, how he had his son and uh, his son and his daughter with him also, um, and how he talked about that was the first time they had seen him win a major championship. So um, those two stories uh, were definitely the marquee ones of the of the year. Yeah, there was great symmetry to watching Tiger walking off 18. You know, we all remember him walking off in 97 and just getting embraced in this huge bear hug with his dad Earl and now being able to do that as a dad himself with his own kids there. It was just a beautiful circle, you know, kind of closing with him. And, and it's great to see him back. You know, we wondered what the landscape was going to be when all these young players were rising in his absence. And then, you know, what if we got Tiger back? What if Phil played well again? And he had this great collision with all these guys at the top. And uh, we're getting it. So that, that puts golf in a good place. And Tiger certainly set up the season very nicely with what he did in Augusta. No doubt about it. Jeff Babineau joining us here on Real Golf Radio, looking back at the 2019 year that was in the in the world of professional golf. So, all right, so that that, that I'm with you. And by the way, hats off to Brooks Kepka, not to steal anything from oh, him. Yeah. But, I mean, when you're supposed to win, when you're expected to be the guy, when you're the favorite – that's sometimes the most difficult to perform your best. And Brooks, that's the thing that, to me that's been so impressive is he's expected and and even called his shots the last couple of years in some of these majors and then went on to back it up with the trophy. So uh, when, when you can do that, boy, that's that, that's saying something. So you got Brooks, Wood, you got Woods, Brooks, Woodland, and Lowry. Last year it was Patrick Reed, Brooks, Kepka, Molinari, and Brooks again. Uh, then Sergio, Kepka, Spieth, Thomas, Willett, Dustin Johnson, Henrik Stenson, Jimmy Walker, and then Jordan Spieth, Jordan Spieth, Zach Johnson, Jason Day. That's your last five years of major championship winners. When you look at those five years, I, I know I'm just throwing names at you and you haven't had time to digest this much, but do you, do you have one that stands out and where would you put 2019 in that order? I'll let Bob peel that one first. <laughs> well, you know, un- undoubtedly, you-, you think about Brooks Kepka winning four majors, um, and uh, and you know he won U.S. Opens back to back. He won PGA Championships back to back over over three year span. So um, that's that's got to be there. Uh, also, you know, you think about Jordan Spieth, the year he had in yeah, 2015, 2015. Yeah, um, when he won when he won the Masters and the U.S. Open. Um, and then in what was it 17, he won the open championship, 
when and 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 then in 16 he should have won the masters again uh unfortunately spit the bit on the back nine starting at the 12th hole and uh and wasn't able to do that so um i think when you look at guys that have won multiple major championships you know you got to look at brooks kepka and you got to look at jordan spieth and what they've done over the last five years is pretty exemplary and pretty remarkable that was pretty good yeah I, I don't I, I think yeah you go back i i look back at 2015 and and remember at the time like this is going to be a season we're not going to see in, in a long long time you know uh, you know he made the great run at uh, at St Andrews trying to win the, his third straight major and uh, you know he was right there whistling straights only losing for Jason Day who played un- unbelievably so that was so special uh, as a major season and and I think, you know, now with what Kepka's doing, it's the same, it's along the same lines. You really have to respect and and put a big spotlight on what he's doing because with, you know, today's depths of fields and so many capable players that could step in and win majors to reel off four the way he has has just been incredible. And uh, so, yeah, I look at this five-year span and I what stands out to me certainly would be what Spieth did in 15 and what Kepka's done the last couple of years. Yeah, I think you're, you're right on it. I mean, 15 with Spieth, the, you know, going out there and, and winning the Masters, winning the U.S. Open, and then, again, just missing out on the playoff at the Open Championship on the old course, right? right. I mean, of all places, yeah. you know, for that to almost happen for sure. <laughs> and, you know, and then and then being in the hunt again, as you mentioned, with Jason Day there at Whistling Straight. So pretty pretty great stuff. And and don't forget, in 2014, McElroy bookended the, the year with the with the U.S. Open and the PGA yep. champ, or the Open Champion or the PGA Championship, rather. So there, there was – there's been some tremendous golf, some guys that have jumped up and dominated a pair for Rory, a pair for Jordan, you know, and then a pair for Brooks. I mean, guys have been out there and, and, and doing what they're doing. Now I'm, I'm wondering where does it go from here? When you start prognosticating to 2020, do we see Tiger go out and, and, and win, continue to win and, and be a force in majors? Does Brooks continue his major domination? Do we see Gary Woodland? Is he just getting started? Does Spieth come back? Does Rory re- reemerge? You know, Justin Thomas has won a major. Dustin Johnson's won a major. I mean, a lot of these guys that we expect have won majors recently. What do you see kind of clipping out to, for 2020, Babs? Well, I mean, I think a couple of guys are really keeping an eye on it. I mean, Tiger is going to be a factor out of the gate in Augusta. He's always going to be a factor. So, you know, as he chases Jack, you got to think if he were to try and get, you know, three more majors to tie him, a couple of those are probably going to be at Augusta, right? He knows knows the place so well. He walks around there with such a confidence. Uh, it's just a special place for him. Always will be. But, but two guys I'm going to really watch, I think, are Rory because he was so consistent this year. And then Justin Thomas, because I think he quietly had a really nice finish to the year. People forget, you know, he was kind of laid up with a bad wrist, but once he got that healthy, you know, he really looked nice at the end of the end of the year. And uh, he has the power. He has the kind of the, the pedigree to get out there and compete at majors. And I don't think he's going to be a guy that's just stuck on one. So, you know, will Rory end his five-year uh, winless streak at the majors this year. That's a question. And then will Justin Thomas maybe pop his head in there and get, get another one. 
Well, and, and, you know, you think about the venues, you think about uh, Augusta National, of course, then you've got Harding Park for the PGA Championship, you got Wingfoot for the U.S. Open, and, um, and you've got Royal St. George's for the Open Championship. So um, all those guys have been around those golf courses. Tigers had, had luck at two of those courses, Harding Park and, and, um, and, and Augusta National. Uh, he's played at Royal St. George's and, uh, and he's played at Wingfoot, too. Um, unfortunately the last time they played there, he missed the cut, but, um, that was right. That was right after his dad passed away. And then he went to the open championship and won. So, um, you know, all those guys, um, all those guys fit in the mold of having played these courses before. And it's a great stack up of courses this year in 2020. I think that's a great point, Bob. And I'll tell you what, the thing that you have to start at least considering again is tiger with the flair for the the historic and the dramatic and babs wouldn't that just be fitting for that was the first i believe major that he missed a cut in right at uh, 2006 wingfoot wow i i i, I want, know he hadn't missed many if he had missed one to that point i'm um, not sure he had at that yeah, point he and probably probably had yeah that was that was so emotional uh that was such a crazy week you know with yep. the finish we had there and phil you know, smash a driver off tents in the whole nine <laughs> yards. Uh, yeah, I'm that such was crazy. an idiot. So I'm sure, I'm sure Tiger wants to get back there and do well. You know, he, he's, uh, he's competed well at Harding Park. Rory won at Harding Park, and he beat Woodland there in the match play final. So that's kind of an interesting mix of two hotter guys that, that are going back. And, and Royal St. George's, to me, might be the quirkiest of the open layouts, you know, with the washboard fairways and, it gave us Ben Curtis in uh, in '03, and, and I think Darren Clark the last time we were there. So uh, it's it's a little quirky, different, and uh, you know we get some elements, and you get a really true uh, Open Championship there. So yeah, the venue set up cool, and, and just everything sets up for another great 2020. Whenever I think Royal St. George is like just have an image of everybody looking for Tiger's tee shot on the first tee shot of this tournament there <laughs> right. in 2003 yeah. and never found it. <laughs> uh, let's turn our attention real quick to the President's Cup coming up uh, next week. I, I, what, are, what is your initial take on this, Babs, if you just were to kind of break it down? And is this another, you know, U.S. runaway or do you think this one might be a little bit tighter? Well, I mean, on paper, it looks like a huge runaway, right? It's David versus Goliath, basically, or. You know, a hammer versus the nail, as I, I've been writing for it the last couple of days in Morning Read. One ten and one is the international record. It's something that has to happen here to change this. And you wouldn't think on paper this would be the year that it's going to change at all. Uh, but I but I think the U.S. does have a few question marks. I think Ernie Els has been doing a lot of little things to kind of get his team together and, and on the same page and get them psyched up. Um, I don't know if he has enough horsepower. That's going to be the question. He is two guys inside the top 20 in the world. And, uh, you know, Tigers guys are almost all in the top 20 in the world. So it's certainly a tall order for the internationals. But every time the U.S. has had to take a long trip to go to the President's Cup, mm. we usually get a close match. And, and we had the only international victory back in 98 on this same golf course. So I think it's going to be a little closer than people think it is. Well, and, and of course, along with what you just said, that, that's my, my big concern is the, is the travel time after the Hero World Challenge ends this week. Uh, they, they pushed it forward a day to end on a Saturday. Um, and then, you know, now you got to jump on a plane and fly 20 hours across the world 
to get to Australia. Um, you know, Dustin Johnson doesn't play this week uh, because he decides he's going to he's going to give his his uh, knee another week of rest. Brooks Kepka decides that he can't play in WDs. And then you've got uh, Jason Day, who WDs from the from the international squad. So you've had two pretty good marquee players on both squads that have that have dropped out. Um, but I'll tell you what, the U.S. picked up a really nice player in rookie Fowler. Yeah, no doubt. But, you know, I, the U.S. does have some question marks going in. Ricky, he's playing this week in the Bahamas, and his game looks fine, but he hasn't played since the Tour Championship. Dustin Johnson has the knee that he's coming back from. A lot of these guys, you know, we were used to the Cups coming right on the heels of the FedEx Cup season, and a lot of these guys were in game shape. This this reminds me of 98 when you had this long layoff, and the Americans are traveling a long ways away right before Christmas and, and at the end of a long year. And, I mean, it's, it's going to be a challenge for Tiger to get these guys up and, and uh, you know, go get this thing. It's you, know, you think about when they went to South Korea in 15, easily the internationals could have won that. You had Chris Kirk heroics and Interbon Lahiri missing a short putt for the internationals on the last hole. You had the Americans getting drummed in 98 at Royal Melbourne, and you had a tie in 03 at the, in South Africa. So when the U.S. has had these long, long trips, uh, the internationals have been up for the challenge. And a lot of these guys are playing this week in Australia, and, and they'll be there, and they won't be jet-lagged the way the U.S. team will be next week. I think that's a really fair point, and I think it's definitely something that's come into play. I, I think it was a big blow, though, for the international squad to lose Jason Day. I mean, he's certainly a cl- crowd favorite over there, and, and I think that was tough. I, in fact, personally, I was looking forward to a day, Jason Day, Tiger Woods, Sunday singles, which obviously isn't going to happen at this point. Yeah, but I think Ernie Els is actually pretty enthused about putting Ben on on this team. He, he is a big believer in his ball striking, and, you know, I so I think fresh blood for for a match like this where there's, so much scar tissue on the uh, international side. I think having seven rookies and getting all this new blood in there is a really good thing. So uh, I, I just have a feeling it's, you know, everyone just thinks it's going to be so one-sided. I mean, the last time at Liberty National, we barely got the Sunday and the match almost had been decided before we even got the Sunday. So uh, I just think that uh, the internationals, it, I'm not, I wouldn't put my house on it, but uh, I think they could surprise us with uh the way they could perform this time around, you know, and and they're playing at a great uh, venue at, in Royal Melbourne, um, a, a phenomenal golf course that that normally runs fast and uh, very uh, greens, very uh, reminiscent of of an Augusta National. And by putting Ben on on the on the team, he's he's one of the guys that is has the best short game in all of golf, and a golf course that you're gonna you're gonna see guys missing a lot of greens and stuff like that. It's he yeah. is definitely a great pick, like you said, Jeff. Yeah, so, I think he could be really strong. So, Jeff and Bob, I'll ask you both this question. Do you do, do the internationals, is this a must-win? You know, you always hear that in sports. But for the event itself, is this kind of a must-win for that international team? Are, are people going to lose interest, or do we even care? Do we just like – we like winners, and we like to see the guys play cups? Yeah, I, I think it's tough. The internationals, like I said, they do need the win, but I don't know if they have the horsepower to do it. I mean, if they don't win this one – you're not going to think in two years' time they're going to go to – I think we go to Quill Hollow. They're going to turn things around. I, I, 
I'm almost a little shocked at the lack of depth on the international side. We think of golf as a global game, and now you have, you know, you have a player from China on this team, player from Mexico, uh, Chile. Those are first-time appearances for the international team, right? But, but, but from a a talent standpoint, in a world ranking standpoint, this isn't one of their strongest teams. So that's a little bit surprising to me. And then on the flip side, you know, Tiger Woods just has an embarrassment of riches and, and he even's going to, you know, pack his own club. So uh, it's a tall order. They do need the win to keep our interest in this event, but it's a pretty tall order. All right, that was Jeff Babino who joined us in hour number one here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for uh, tuning in. And this segment brought to you in part by Siegfried and Jensen, 801-222-2222, Siegfried and Jensen. More Real Golf continues next. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. You might know Mountainland Supply for its turf irrigation products and design services, but did you know that Mountainland Supply also carries holiday lighting? As the temperatures drop and the clubs go in the closet and your spouse says, it's time to get the holiday lights up, think Mountainland Supply. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of strands that you need to make your home sparkle this year. Using smartphone technology, you can control thousands and thousands of color options with the push of a button. For all your holiday lighting, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember hi fellow sports fans it's ned siegfried what would we do without sports following our favorite sports teams whether it be the jazz or the utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with if you're one of these people we'd love to talk to you about your situation Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. 
Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let you into golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf. Featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only $39.99 a dozen. And save $30 on Titleist Vokey SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You into golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee. You into golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since 1971. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here in the Mountainland Supply, hour number three of Real Golf Radio on 1280 The Zone. And it's brought to you in part by Uinta Golf. Uh, be sure to get into Uinta Golf this holiday season. They've been serving Utah golfers since 1971. And, of course, they're home to the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Uinta Golf and UintaGolf.com. All right, Bob, time for America's Favorite Caddy. Hey, in the spirit of the end of the season here and the end of the year and looking forward to 2020, since most of us, or a lot of us, I should say, are hunkered down into the cold winter weather as we approach the holidays here, um, if, if someone were planning a golf trip where they wanted to take in a PGA Tour event and play a little golf while they're in the area, what, in your opinion, is... What are a couple of suggestions? I don't want to say what's the best, but what are a couple of suggestions for guys to put on their calendar as far as great tournaments to watch with surrounding great available golf? Oh, my goodness. There's some nonstop week-to-week voice on that one. So, gosh, you'd have to go with, if you're looking for pretty much guaranteed awesome weather, you got to go to Hawaii. Maybe take in Kapalua or the Sony. There's plenty of places to play golf around there and awesome other things. Then you've got the Phoenix Open, right? Yeah. The Waste Management. Go there. That's the one that came to mind. Greatest show on turf. And then there's certainly lots of places to play good golf around Phoenix. So that's a good one. And it's uh, a little more accessible than Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, gosh, then. You can always head up to Pebble, although yeah, you know, if you're trying to escape the winter weather, you don't go to Pebble. Um, but I mean, you, it's never bad going to Pebble ever, any time of year. And uh, when it hits the Florida swing, there's lots of golf to play there. Yeah, there's big, big, big Florida, the whole swing. But, geez, I mean, there's so much stuff to do. It's really hard to pick one, I guess. I guess for me, I'd be between Hawaii or Phoenix. Hawaii or Phoenix, all right. Not San Diego? I love San Diego, but unfortunately, the worst month of the year, Bob, as you know well, February or February, that's two months actually, but uh, in San Diego, that's the only time you ever get anything but ridiculously perfect weather every day. It's <laughs> uh, a good point. San Diego, 
San Diego has 10, 10 months of the most ridiculously good weather you could even imagine. It's not even fair how good it is. All right, that was the caddy who joined us in hour number two, and uh, we apologize for the audio. We we're working on that with the caddy. He's got a bum phone, man. Can you believe that? Yep. Yeah, it's it kind of in and out if he moves his head or moves it a certain way. So we're uh, we're trying we might have to, to buy the guy a new phone man. for him. Yeah, we we got to take care of him. Um, yep. By the way, this segment brought to you in part by Barbecue Pit Stop. Three locations to serve you up and down the Wasatch Front: Lehigh, Salt Lake, and Layton, or barbecuepitstop.com. What's your latest, Bob? What's what you grilling this weekend? I probably got a couple. A couple. Really nice. Nice. Really nice. Prime New York's. Ooh. Steaks. How do you do those yeah. on your smoker? Because I think a lot of people say, well, what do you just have to smoke those for a long time? Or how do you how do you uh, like to do it? I, I cook them at uh I cook them at low and bring them up to temp to about 125, and then I reverse serum. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a good yeah. way to go. If you have never done that before, what that does is it allows the smoke to infuse into the meat. It doesn't dry out. It keeps it nice and moist mm-hmm. and juicy. And then you crank that sucker up and throw it on and sear it, get your nice grill marks, locks in all that juice, gives it the texture that you want on the outside. And, I mean, it is fantastic. Yeah, and and because, you, because you're maintaining the temperature and you're, you're taking it off the temperature at – at 125, before you do the reverse sear, it comes out perfect at a medium rare to medium uh, temperature. I love it. I'm going tri-tip this weekend. Are you? Yep. I got the two-pack of tri-tip. Went with the uh, Prime again uh, Prime from tri-tip. Costco. Yep. And yep. I, I don't know. I, I tried to decide if there was much of a difference because tri-tip's kind of that piece of meat. I don't know. if you, Do you pay a little extra for Prime versus Choice? And the last couple times I've done the Prime, I've really liked it. So I'm yep. um, going with the Prime tri-tip, throw those on, season them up with... Um, that's Christmas Eve dinner for us. Tri-tip? Tri-tip. Oh, man. I could do it every week. And a tri-tip and sweetheart turkey roll. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rock that sweetheart turkey again uh, coming up here. I, I, I got to do it. It's yep. so good. You can get it at a barbecue pit stop at any of their locations. Uh, be sure to call ahead and make sure they have one for you, but they stock that meat for you as well, as well as all the rub sauces and everything you need. Barbecue pit stop and barbecuepitstop.com. Just a reminder, Mountainland Supply has your holiday lighting for you, and it's 25% off. Go to mountainlandsupply.com. Find the location nearest you. They've also got some great deals. you got to get inside the stores and check them out. Kind of like if you want to get a new driver drill set from uh, like Milwaukee, they got you know a nice camo sweater. Uh, excuse me, hoodie to go with it. So check it out at Mountainland Supply, mountainlandsupply.com. Give them a follow on uh, social media as well. They throw a ton of great offers out there yep. at Mountainland Supply. Well, it's been a fun show, Bob. Uh, President's Cup coming up. Uh, this is the official, I guess, the last unofficial event, but that, that we'll see these guys playing at the Hero uh, wrapping up today. Then they got the long flight and all the festivities kicking off there at Royal Melbourne. I, I expect that the U.S. will take care of business I hope it's closer than what most people expect it to be, but still the U S comes out on top. I think they will. I agree with you. And, um, I'm excited I'm excited for Tony. I get to see him play again, uh, in this type of, a. Uh, a format and situation with the team. And, and uh, I think Tony's going to play well. I'd be shocked if he didn't. I think he was built for this type of thing, not only, you know, in a team competition, but big events, major events. And that's why I expect him also to continue his good play in majors and finally break through and win one of them. Wouldn't and, surprise and me I, if his first I'm, W yeah. came in a major championship. Yeah, I agree. And I'm also excited to see how Tiger plays. 
I don't mean first W to discount his Puerto Rico open, but I mean, no. you know, win, but I mean, he's, yeah. he's due to break out for this next one. And, and, uh, that was an opposite field event. So jump out, get that one, maybe make it a major. Why not? Uh, we'll be yep. rooting for you, Tony and team USA. That'll do it for us for Dave Glauser, Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week, Saturday morning, six to nine, right here on 1280, the zone on real golf radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on real golf radio. Join us on Twitter at real golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 